One of the main advantages of startups is speed. You execute quickly so you can grow faster than your competitors, and then you take the incumbents down, right? That's how the story goes. Well, unfortunately, going fast and executing quickly is a little harder when you're remote because you're not in the same room. You can't get together and whiteboard out a problem, right? Remote makes it a little slower, which really matters for a startup, which is why I'm really excited to introduce our new sponsor for forward-thinking founders, Sidekick. Sidekick is a hardware device that connects remote founders with an always-on video. With Sidekick, you just turn and you talk just as if you're sitting in the same room. It's great for teams that are working on something from scratch and are working all the time founding a company. Luckily, because you're a listener of forward-thinking founders, you get Sidekick for a discount, $5 off per device. So if you're interested in having an in-person feeling, in-person environment with your remote team, feel free to go to sidekick.video slash FTF to get $5 off a device per device. So you could save up to $20, $30, $40 a month by going to sidekick.video slash FTF. So if you're feeling the remote woes, you know where to go. Sidekick.video slash FTF. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Helen Chen, who is a co-founder of Nomad Homes. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. How are you, Matt? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm doing really well, and I appreciate I appreciate you coming on um, and spending your time on the podcast. For people that that don't know what you're working on, they don't know what Nomad Homes is, can you kind of share what you're working on? Yeah, for sure. So Nomad Homes is a one-stop shop for buyers and renters to find their home across EMEA. I think the simplest way to think about it is we're similar to Zillow, but for the EMEA market. So um, for what kind of, for my knowledge and people listening, what kind of geographies like does that include? So if Zillow takes, if Zillow, Zillow is the States and maybe other markets that I don't know about, can you kind of dive into like the different potential countries or geographies that you, um, that, that you would be building for? Sure. So right now I'm coming at you from Dubai, which is our first launch market. And how we define EMEA is actually Southern Europe plus the Middle East. Um, so basically any country that touches the Mediterranean is one of our target markets. Got it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what the acronym meant, but now I know, which is great. That that's awesome. You learn something new every day. So can you kind of dot let's say I lived in Dubai 
and I was in your target market right now. Can you kind of describe it? Um, you know, my potential experience using Nomad Homes, like kind of how I would use it if I was looking for somewhere in Dubai. We'd love to just hear a little more about like the user experience, how it works as a, as a potential customer or user. Um, so people listening can understand how it works. Absolutely. I think it's easiest to think of us as your concierge house hunter. So if you're trying to buy a home in Dubai, what we do is we serve a lot of the function that a buyer agent in the U.S. would serve. So we would help you search, help you qualify, make sure you're offering on the right price, and then also handle all of the transaction, the paperwork, the processing thereafter. What's unique about all of our markets and in contrast to the American market is that there's a system in the U.S. called the MLS, which is a central repository of properties that are for sale. And there's only one listing of each property on that MLS, whereas in our markets, that system doesn't exist. So when you go on to you know, a traditional marketplace to go find your home here, you see five of the same thing because there's no exclusivity and no MLS. In addition, there's you know, minimal pricing transparency as well. So when you go on to Zillow, for example, you, know, you type in the home, you see a Zestimate, there is an estimated value for that home. And in many of our markets, that's simply not available. And for arguably the most important personal and financial transaction of your life, you know, that's really important to make sure you understand what you should be offering for the home. And so in addition to you know, being your concierge house hunter, the pieces that we're looking to add on to our product offering thereafter are also the FinTech products as well, right? Because it is such a large financial transaction, what we want to do is not only help you search, view, and find your home, we also want to help you finance your home. So before we go a little deeper into how it works, we'd love to just kind of hear a little bit of why you wanted to get started with this and what the origin story is for Nomad Homes. Absolutely. So I am a former investor by training. I went to Wharton undergrad. I started off at Blackstone in New York doing doing private equity investing. I spent some time in China as well as in the Bay Area before going to you know, Stanford for business school. And there I went to go pursue my passion for real estate. I've always loved real estate as a little kid. We invested in them as a family. I was the one over the summer who was like painting and like fixing doorknobs. Um, and so when I got to the GSB, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to pursue. And as with anything in the Valley, it's tech meets whatever you love. So I started researching all of the companies in the U.S., you know, the Open Doors, the Zillows, um, the Fly Homes. And then also just given my international background, I started looking internationally, whether it's in China and Latin America and finally across EMEA. And my personal connection to Dubai is that my husband was the first U.S. investor in Kareem, which you know, it's a ride-sharing company that just sold to Uber for $3 billion. And I started digging in across the region in terms of how do people buy and sell their homes. And we thought it was a massive opportunity. There's about $600 billion in transaction volume and just residential real estate per year. And the process was simply broken. Like the way that someone buys their home here, it's stressful. It's not easy. It's not very tech forward. Um, and I actually fell in love with the problem so much that I decided to drop out of Stanford and convince my co-founders, Dan and Damien, to start Nomad Homes uh, one year ago. That's an awesome story. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so for your people that would use Nomad Homes, 
is it more for people that like let's just keep using Dubai as an example because it's the first market. Is it for people living in Dubai that wanna that wanna just wanna move somewhere else in Dubai? Or is your market like people like me, let's say I'm interested in moving to Dubai, me using nomad homes to then to then find my first home in Dubai. Did you either do align with either of those or is there any anyone that wants to move to Dubai? So our product offering is available to anyone and everyone who's looking to buy or rent their home. And the way we position it is, you know, if you're looking for a digital experience, which many of our target audience are, plus an elevated service experience, so that means we quality control the level of service that we offer for you, then Nomad is for you. Um, and in addition to that, you know, people often ask us, so what do you charge? If I'm getting concierge experience, you know, I actually expect to pay for something. And, and the most interesting part about the business is we're offering all of these uh, new tech tools as well as the services, and there's no additional cost. So whatever the brokerage fee is uh, here in Dubai, it's 2% for buying and selling. That's exactly the same cost you would pay for using Nomad. And during um, kind of the, your day-to-day, I would love to kind of hear what you spend your time on. Are you trying to find more customers, partnerships in Dubai? Like, I don't know, like what, what, what's an, an average day in the life of a co-founder of, uh, of Nomad Homes? The average day for me is spent part with the customers, part with, you know, other real estate professionals, and then part with the team. So I think that's generally how I split my day up. Um, in terms of where I focus, uh, team comes first. In terms of making sure everybody has their goals, especially during COVID, goal setting is incredibly important. So everybody knows what they should be working on and what they're measured against and making sure everyone on the team is doing well too. In addition to that, you know, hiring takes up a big, big chunk of my day and as well as my job. And then beyond that, it's really interacting with the customers, making sure that we are delivering both the tech, ex- the digital experience as well as the customer service that they expect. So oftentimes I'm actually helping our customers find their perfect home to make sure that you know we are talking to them, we're listening to them, and we're continuously improving. And then the final piece is you know, we are building a managed marketplace. So the flip side of the buyer and the demand side is the supply side. So oftentimes we are with our partner brokerages, making sure they understand what we're doing. How do we onboard their supply? How do we convince new partners to join us? And so there's a large business development effort there as well. Yeah, that makes sense. So when, before we started recording, you were telling me a little bit about it, um, what it's like living in uh, Dubai and I I'm kind of intrigued um to learn a little more about that I you know I I live in Phoenix Arizona I don't travel super often I have no capacity to understand what it's like in the geo that you serve so I I kind of would love to hear um would love like what's it like starting a company in in Dubai and targeting Dubai and since you have experiences in New York and uh you you mentioned China and you mentioned San Francisco you've seen a lot so what what's what's it uh kind of how does Dubai similar to these to like San Francisco and how is it like different from some of these other geographies? So let's start with the similarities first. I would say Dubai is very similar to a New York or a San Francisco or a Beijing, which is where I live, in that it's a large metropolitan city. It's, you know, there's restaurants, there's people, there's a lot of businesses here. It's a large financial center as well. And so in that regard, it's actually very similar. 
what made us excited about starting the company here and making that making this the first launch city is that the government is actually incredibly tech forward. Um, they push digital services. They want everything to be digitally done digitally. And so as a, as a startup in, as a tech company, it's much better to have the government at your back than the government as a headwind. And so that made us very excited as well. The other piece is when I was actually here diligencing the city um, and I was actually on spring break, to be honest. I was on spring break. We were here in Dubai when the sale of Kareem got announced to Uber. And that was a momentous occasion because that was the first uh, unicorn exit as a company um, who was servicing you know, Dubai and the surrounding regions as a market. You know, we're a little bit different because we are an, a pan-regional EMEA company. Um, but I think it does show the potential for, for the city. And then the last piece is, you know, it's a very expat heavy city. So 90% of the people who live here are expatriates, which makes someone like me who was born and raised in Washington state, it makes the move very, very simple. Um, you know, everything works the same, your iPhone works, everything's in English. Um, so it actually makes doing business and living here personally quite easy. And since you've started at Nomad Homes, what has been one of the things that you've, that you've learned or a couple of things that you've learned? It could be about your market, it could be about building product, managing a team, but what have been some learnings that you've had over the last uh, year or two since you've been working on Nomad Homes? I think the first piece I would say is talking to your customers is incredibly important. Uh, you know, just given the, the number of businesses that we've seen as well as the number of models, um, you can come in with a lot of pre-assumptions and hypotheses being like, okay, I, I think this will work because I've seen this in another region. And it's a great way to take inspiration either from a product perspective or from a business model perspective and how you solve a customer's pain points. But what's really important is actually just being with the customer, which is why oftentimes I'm the one who's working directly with the customer, making sure I'm listening to them, making sure I totally understand, you know, what problem are we actually solving and are we doing a good job solving it? The second piece is, you know, hiring A plus people makes a world of a difference and A plus people attract other A plus people. And so we have a philosophy that we keep the bar really, really high. Um, our team from an ops perspective is made up of, you know, Damien who was Uber, um, he launched Paris, uh, he was running Uber Eats for this region and Dan, who was a senior PM at Adapar, you know, Joe Lonsdale's company. And so for us, when we bring together A plus people, I think that makes all the difference in terms of how you execute, how quickly you can execute, how quickly you can adapt to new problems and solve new problems. And so for us, I think that is an incredibly important piece of the business and something that's core to our values. And when you have strong teams, you, you build, you build, you know, you big, build stronger teams and you build big companies. So I kind of want to look out um, into the future. Let's say your strong team recruits stronger teams and it's just like you just keep growing, you scale as a company. Um, wh what does that look like in, in 10 or 15 years? Or I guess in other words, what's your big vision that you have for Nomad Homes and what direction are you rowing in? For us, what we want to be for the customers is really an all-in-one platform. Finding your home, your perfect home, is such an important decision 
it's not only you know a personally important decision it's a financially important decision it's probably where the majority of your wealth is going to sit so for us you know not only are we trying to elevate the service whether it's the search the view or the transact you know ultimately we believe that anybody who's operating in the property technology space will likely become a financial technology like a fintech company as well and so that's ultimately the direction that we're headed it's not only you know being a managed marketplace but also offering the fintech products for our customers to make the entire process smooth and easy and to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? Like you'll need tons more rock star team members. You'll need, you know, people to use the product, be a customer. You might need more investors, but you'll definitely, I can guarantee you, I don't know about any of those for sure, but for sure, I can tell you that you'll need help from the forward thinking founders community. So for the, for the, um, for the people listening, kind of, how can, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for, for some more investors, looking for customers in Dubai? I guess, how can the, the community assist with what you're working on? Um, so for us, we're actually very fortunate that we raised, fund, we raised our $4 million seed round right before COVID hit. And so our investors of, you know, Comcast was our lead investor. Um, Comcast Ventures was our lead investor with, you know, Partech and Wonderco and, abstract and class five. So they have been incredibly supportive as we've gone through COVID and now pushing through launch. So on that front, you know, we're incredibly grateful for them. What I would ask from the forward thinking founders is actually we are hiring. We are always hiring rock star people who are passionate about solving this problem. Um, whether you are an engineer, um, we love to hire more engineers. Uh, as a tech company, I think that's always a need for us. Um, whether you are a customer and you know looking to buy or rent in Dubai, please call us, nomadhomes.co. Um, but I would say for the forward-thinking founders, what we're always looking for is referrals um, to great people who want to join our company. And then if someone feels like that's them or they know someone that, that is the perfect fit, how can someone get in touch? What is the website URL again? Can they find you on social media? Do you have an email? I guess, how, how can people get in touch? Yeah, so our website is nomadhomes.co. Uh, you can find us there. Also, you know, if you want to reach out to me personally, uh, my email is helen at nomadhomes.co. So feel free to reach out directly. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Thanks, Matt, for having me. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you want more of Forward Thinking, I'm excited to let you know that we now have a community. Well, it's not really a community. It's more of a city. It's called Forward Thinking City. And in Forward Thinking City, you're able to do AMAs with past guests that have been on the podcast. For example, today we just talked to Jonathan Barkle, who's the CEO of Air Garage. Um, additionally, we have the CEO of Catch, Kristen Anderson. We have Austin Allred, the CEO of Lambda School coming in. And these are people that you can talk with, right? You can ask them questions. These are AMAs. Additionally, you're able to do happy hours with other residents once a week so you can meet other people, learn about their startups. You also have a chance to do startup office hours and get feedback on your, on your startup or your product, as well as get a chance to pitch actual investors, real VCs. And this is all only for $7 a month. So if you want to support me as a creator, but more importantly, if you want to move your startup career forward and faster and get you access to guests on the podcast, other people in the city, and potentially 
potential investors, then go to forwardthinking.city and sign up today for $7 a month. That's forwardthinking.city. All right, see you tomorrow.